Legends, welcome back to the Hellmouth Hotline. I am your host, Rodney Stewart. We're getting into a little bit more horror now in this episode with, uh, well, mainstream horror. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Harvest. Um, brilliant little show. If you're a Buffy fan, I hope you enjoy these episodes. Um, I'm enjoying doing them for you guys, so uh, yes. As always, if you want to check out my social media links, they're in the show notes. And uh, please feel free to drop the show an email at hellmouthhotline at gmail.com. I would love to hear any feedback you have on the show and uh, any ways that I can do it better for you. That's the key to it, guys. You know, constructive feedback is just what I need in the early days of this podcast so feel free to do it and uh, yes sit back and enjoy the podcast in the last episode we left off Buffy has been attacked by Luke he had her you know he had the upper hand had her pinned down he was ready to go in for the bite at the end of the episode so we opened there and I was wondering how the heck she's going to get out of this. And someone, because she is easily overmatched by Luke in this first confrontation. But as he goes down in for the bite, uh, he burns himself on the cross, the necklace and the cross that Angel gave Buffy in episode one. So, you know, burns himself on the cross, jumps up, runs away. Buffy is free to go out at this point. There are vampires attacking. Xander, Willow and Jesse and Buffy manages to fight off the rest of the vampires saves Willow and Xander unfortunately Jesse is taken by the vampires so we get into the opening credits of the episode itself the song by Nerf Herder, brilliant love that so much uh, we, we open up on the the library and Giles is given the speech about vampires and what they are they're origins and you know it's basically someone dies the demon takes over the body and all that stuff um so we get to see more of the master in this episode and you know uh the thing about the master is the the wonderful thing about the writing of this series is you've got the main villain of each series who's evil to the back teeth but there's something about them that you kind of like as well they're enter they're not oh, don't get me wrong they're 100 percent evil but there's something about them that you just really like to watch about them and the, the master in this series is absolutely brilliant because you know he is a master vampire he is evil to the back teeth but he does have a sense of humor and you know, every once in a while, he'll bring the sense of humour to the surface, and you know, just prove himself as a as a great counterbalance to the heroes of the series. So uh, the vampires return to the master. Obviously, he's been waiting for a whole load of teenagers to be brought back as food, as sacrifices to him. But there's only Jesse that's been brought back by them, and. You know, the master is told about this girl that Luke 
had just fought and she's strong, she's got power sort of thing so the master works out she's a slayer and he decides right I'm not going to kill Jesse I'm going to use him as bait so again we're back into uh, Giles with the Scooby gang as they become known in the series and they're working out what they're going to do because Jesse's been taken and uh, Willow finds her place in this episode as the computer genius that does the research along with Giles and they work out Buffy works out what happened in the fight why Luke got the upper hand over in episode 1 because they're inside this crypt there's only one entrance to it but she figures out that Luke came from behind her so she reckons the entrance to their their lair is within this crypt so Buffy goes off to try and find Jesse and it ends up Xander follows her they get down into the sewers looking for Jesse they eventually find him he's chained up they're trying to get him out of the the lair to save him and you know they think they're home free and then boom the first twist that came in this series because episode one opened up the introduction to the characters and you got Xander and Willow Cordelia you meet Angel you meet Giles you meet all the main central characters and Jesse was introduced as one of these here but in this episode you discover that he's not just been used as bait but he's actually been turned to a vampire as well so uh, yes there is a sequence in there too where again she meets Angel and in this series episode one Angel is kind of the guy that turns up and gives her warnings and then disappears off again but in the, the first few episodes Angel comes off as a very smug character that when I was first watching it I didn't I didn't like Angel so much in this series although later on he becomes a major character within the series and actually ends up getting a spin-off series of his own so you know in the early episodes and you know obviously season one they're fleshing out the characters what they're going to come they've got an idea where they're going but and how the characters portrayed and whatnot they're just you know there's you can see the progression of the characters as they change them about a little bit as they go on but you get to see the two-sidedness of Cordelia's character in this series as well she's like there's a sequence in it where she's slagging off Buffy to her friends while I was hearing this and while I was trying to stick up for Buffy and whatnot and it's just they uh uh you know it's just more or less fleshing out that character but again as I said in the last video Cordelia was very very wasted in this series if I remember right like I'm just I'm reviewing these as I go and as I'm seeing them uh it's just coming back to me but in the early parts of this series and I think the better part of the series Cordelia compared to the character that she becomes is really really wasted on this series but anyway we get back into uh the fight in the sewers uh Buffy and Xander have been cornered by all the vampires because of Jesse and like eventually they do escape but uh again, then again you see the master's dark humor in this episode where he's he's raging that they got away and there's a section where he's 
the camera pans out over the shoulder of an R vampire and the master is like what's that there and he just goes past the camera like, and you hear the the impact of it and he's like you've got something in your eye and it's just that's little humor like that's dark humor but it's just the way the master the like the actor that plays the master in the series forgive me no idea what his name is at this point uh, i should really have researched that but uh plays him incredibly well and he does pop up throughout the series as different characters and you know cameos on and off as the master um the idea of the harvest the title of the episode is that the master on this date can infuse his own powers with another vampire in this case Luke who can go out and you know feed on humans and instead of Luke getting the energy the good of the blood that automatically transfers over to the master so as we learned in episode one of the series the master is trapped within a psychic bubble in the sewers he can't get out but if this harvest is a success and Luke can drain enough or kill enough people it'll give the the master the strength to break out of this psychic bubble but it can only happen on this one night so they perform the ritual Luke gets the powers off he goes and Giles as in every episode and Buffy the Vampire Slayer Giles is in these books researching, he's got Willow on the internet researching and whatnot, and he's worked out that this night is the the harvest and he discovers that there's this symbol that within the the ritual to give Luke these powers is drawn drawn on his forehead. So Buffy is like, okay, I find the vampire of that. Dust him, you know, plan foiled. So the vampires attack the only place in Sunnydale that is haven with teenagers and that is the bronze so we're back in there again the uh, vampires attack Buffy along with Giles, Xander and Willow come to try and save everyone and stop this so Buffy goes in again confronts Luke and we already know from the previous battle she's very much outnumbered in this fight are now outnumbered, outclassed in this fight, or at least she was the first time around. So while she's fighting him, and at this point, Luke's already drained like 10 people maybe, and the master's getting stronger and stronger, and you can see him. Keeps coming back to the master in the sewers, and he's trying to penetrate this bubble to get out of it. So uh, Buffy's fighting the fight with him. Xander, Giles, and Willow's trying to get everyone out of the bronze start having a bit of success with that getting people out but then it goes back to and again episode one and this episode kind of mirrors the original film in places there was the two two characters in the main movie were best friends one of them became a vampire and then they were you know there was a point where the the one that wasn't a vampire was trying to talk sense to the vampire you know, there's, there has to be some of you in there you know you can't be fully gone you know you're my best mate sort of thing so that happens in this episode too between Xander and Jesse and Xander 
doesn't want to he's got a stake up to Jesse's chest he doesn't want to stake him because he's his best friend at the end of the day but you know and the push for the crowds to get out of the place somebody knocks against the back of Jesse and knocks him and to Xander and the stake is in poof and the and the dust so you know there's a little bit of heartbreak in the first two episodes for all the main characters in some shape or form and you know it's it's an early it's an early building process to the character that Xander's going to become eventually and it's it's a good episode it's a very good episode uh the way Buffy wins the fight with Luke is a little bit of genius because she kind of plays on the vampire's fears to get him she tricks him into thinking that it's day at sunrise as she breaks a window behind him but it's uh you know it's a light outside in the street shining through and uh while Luke is disorientated because of this Buffy takes her chance kills him now I know I'm kind of just giving away the entire episode for you here but it's it's worth a watch it's one thing me telling you about the episode but to actually sit down and watch it and when these when this series started on television I can't speak for the rest of the world but in excuse me in uh, the UK Northern Ireland where I live at at, at the time of the night that this series was first shown it was a little bit more racy than what we were used to back in the early 90s and it was always family oriented fun we did have science fiction on TV but it was light stuff we would have had like Star Trek and all that sort of stuff and you would have had alien beings and whatnot and there was no there was a certain amount of things that were scary in some of the Star Trek episodes but there's nothing that was close to what Buffy the Vampire Slayer was and you've seen people actually getting bitten uh, by vampires and you know the main character who is like a really good role model for girls worldwide but again it was a main character before the watershed who was actually killing people by stabbing them in the chest so it was a groundbreaking series as well beyond television but anyway, once uh, Buffy wins the series, wins the series, wins the fight, and you know the vampires all retreat. Again, we get a glimpse of Angel out in the alleyway. Sees the vampires running off, and he's like, "She did it! I'll be damned!" And he's just like, "You know, he had his doubts about her, but she's proven his doubts wrong here." So uh, uh, next morning. Uh, Xander's expecting the whole town to be changed because everybody's seen vampires now, they've seen the supernatural and things is never going to be the same but they go to school the next morning everything's just the same as normal and you hear Cordelia uh, gossiping away with her friends and she's like I couldn't believe it, you know, I think it was rival gang members fighting over something and whatnot and it's kind of like rationalising what you couldn't understand and you know and Giles echoes that he says people have got a way of rationalizing what they don't understand and forgetting what they can't understand sort of thing so you know that's the sort of thing where you know this stuff has happened and people's just they would rather forget about it than actually confront it so you know the episode closes up there 
Buffy and everyone's like they have their big deep conversation with Giles and whatnot. He says vampires is just the start, but don't forget we're living on top of a hellmouth here and that's gonna attract everything. Werewolves, demons, witches, you name it, that's probably gonna happen. So you know, Buffy and Xander Willow head off and then they start into their their little teenage uh chatter about class and girlfriends, boyfriends, all that sort of stuff and uh closes off of Jade is walking away and he says to himself, We're doomed. <laughs> so it's it's lighthearted the series has got a serious serious side that the storytelling to it is very, very serious indeed, but it does have a lightheartedness to it that it's just a good balance and unlike the film version of it whereas I said in the last video uh, what they were trying to do there they got right in this series and the first two episodes on their own make up for what the movie was now don't get me wrong the movie is in no way a really really bad movie it's not a strong movie it's worth watching very entertaining and not really a waste of your time but you know uh the series one's hand like flat out over top of the film anyway that's it that's the review for this episode and the next ones i'm going to try and keep them shorter guys and you know i kind of give you a blast for blast account of everything that happened in the episode and you know i don't really want to spoil it for you they got there but i just it's just it's kind of hard to review the series without actually under these types of details for it but definitely if you've never seen buffy the vampire slayer couldn't recommend it higher definitely go and check it out if you can get it online streaming somewhere definitely do that and if you can't get it and you're interested in this sort of stuff like the vampires and supernatural stuff and whatnot go and actually buy the box set itself because it is genuinely a good buy it really is a good buy and it's definitely a series that I like to go back to every once in a while as in uh, the perspective of an amateur filmmaker myself you can see the way that they it's a good learning experience, a good learning curve, a good learning experience to go back and check out the way some of the effects was done here because they did do them incredibly well in the series there's no doubt about that there but there is bits and pieces in it where you can kind of see the flaws in some of the stuff now that's what i like to see in these things whenever i go back and you can see where the the way things is done and you, you know that's that's definitely a really good series to learn some effects or the the origins of how to try some effects on your own on a low budget because a lot of the effects in this here although they look amazing and like tons of money wasn't spent on them some of them are incredibly easy done and if you watch it properly you'll see it for yourself this has been a production of coins edge media check out my social media links in the show notes thank you so much for listening